0: My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet strategic choices that all of us can make in order to feel fully alive. Today in the studio with me is none other than Dan Costello, a purchasing executive in the automotive industry with Dana Incorporated. He would not consider himself a car guy, but what his opportunities at Dana have provided him is mostly an opportunity to develop people which is his passion that's why he's one of our best life coaches with dmb coaching he's also married to laura and is the father of three children under the age of six so in his spare time he's just trying to get more sleep i think you're gonna enjoy this conversation today as we talk about this idea of honoring your commitments commitment oftentimes in our culture is an overused word and an underutilized skill. The ability to actually do the things that we say we're going to do. Dan Costello, he is a man who keeps his commitments and yet he's honest and raw and vulnerable today because I didn't expect this. He shows up literally saying, I need coaching in this area. So we have a conversation where he both shares insights In the business world, in family, in life, but also ask some really good questions that I got a chance to respond to to help him and help our listeners really wrap their heads around this idea of what does it mean to honor our commitments and then what do we even do when we feel like we're overcommitted? How do we back out of the commitments that we've made that probably we shouldn't have? You're going to love this episode. Listen in. Well, Dan, it's great to have you here with us again in the studio. At the end of a long day, you and I put in a full day's work, and I here we are. It. I know it. i feeling it right a, now. <laughs> doing a three-words podcast episode. And here are our three words today: Honor your commitments. Honor your commitments. Now, you're speaking my language. This is the stuff that I love to talk about. First of all, honoring the things you say you're going to do. And I love the idea of commitment. Mm-hmm. Why does this resonate with you?
1: I have a confession to make. <laughs> you part- did not warn me about this off camera. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> uh, part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I'd like to have some insights from you on this too, because I think this is something that we all struggle with. You know, I, I even question this topic, honor your commitments, because from my personal wisdom point of view, I feel like this is a challenging thing. You know, I don't want to say that I have this all figured out. Definitely not. Because we have a lot of commitments. I think uh the world that we live in now is asking a lot of us. We all have commitments, you know, personally, professionally, you know, we talk about the 12 dimensions of our life. There's a commitment that we have probably made in all those dimensions that is, you know, asking us to and it's, you know, uh begging us, what are you doing here? Where are you where are you at with this part of your life? What are you doing here? And it's just like this thing that's going through our heads all the time. I'm thinking about a million things that I've committed to right now, you know. Yeah. And so I think my confession is I'd love to have this conversation because I'd love to get your insights about it, but also you know if I could give some of my initial thoughts, um, when I think about honoring your commitments i I often think that we make things absolute and I think sometimes we look at commitments as promises there's a and difference there is a difference and maybe not the you know the definition, the Webster's dictionary definition of you know promise versus um, commitment, but I would say that our culture views promises as absolutes. You either did or you didn't do something. Commitments are different. I think commitments are literally, am I doing something that I said I was going to do consistently? Mm -hmm. You know, it's an active type of, uh, you know, decision that you're making. It's not just, you know, did you do it or didn't you do it? Because when we make it absolute, as soon as you fail on a commitment, you stop it because you say I failed and there's nothing else that I can do to, you know, make this a better situation in my life. So
0: Dan, what I'm hearing you say is it's not necessarily about doing it perfectly, but doing it consistently. Exactly. The commitments are about consistency. Yes. And promises are almost, if I can use the phrase about perfection. I have to, they're absolute. Yeah. So yeah, I love this idea of commitment because even when I think about leadership, I think about there's different qualities of a great leader charisma and character and mm-hmm. competency. And one of those is commitment, the ability mm-hmm. to actually follow through with the things that you say you're going to do. Now, I think of commitments in kind of two different realms, mm-hmm. commitments I make to myself as well as commitments I make to others, because right. those are going to be different, right? right? And typically what happens is there's we feel as though there's more consequences, sure sure <laughs> when we don't honor our commitments to others oh, okay. but i would propose even today on this podcast since you asked for a life coaching session <laughs> um, i would propose to you that there's just as much consequence to not honoring commitments that we make to ourselves even though no one else knows about them. exactly i'm going to pause right now and just inject in the middle of this episode if you are listening to this and you know of someone who is overcommitted or is struggling to actually honor their commitments share this episode with that friend or family member
1: what we even talked about earlier um, about just commitments is similar to choices. Yeah. And, you know, we always bring up this idea about New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Because, and I love it. It's such a good example about how, you know, January 1st, you see everyone in the gym. And then on January, you know, 30th, it's like half the people that you saw in the gym are no longer in the gym. So, yeah. like, just taking the physical dimension of our lives, this plays a huge part. Everyone has made some sort of commitment. I'm going to have this nutritional goal. I'm going to have some sort of. A physical goal. I'm going to run a half marathon by this time, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately, if we make them absolute, or if we make the commitment so outlandish that we can't achieve it, and we end up failing, and we end up saying, "Well, I'm obviously not that committed to doing this," mm-hmm. but when we make a reasonable commitment and we can actually achieve it, you know, so the example that we always use is like, "Okay, I, I want to get in good shape," mm-hmm. or "I want to be able to bench press this much." Uh, by X date. Sometimes we make that commitment that I need to do it in the next 30 days. Mm-hmm. What if we just made the commitment to say, I'm going to do 10 pushups every day for the month of January. Mm-hmm. And then if you can do more than 10 pushups by January 15th, then do more than 10 pushups by January 15th and kind of work your commitment out that way. If you missed Tuesday, but you did Monday and Sunday and Saturday. It's okay. Wake up on Wednesday yes. and consistently honor your commitments. Yeah. And we actually
0: talked about that in one of our previous episodes, progress over perfection. Exactly. My conversation with Greg Jenkins here in the studio, well, not this studio, but the, the older studio is we talked about the fact that progress is progress is progress. You can be making progress toward commitments without doing it perfectly every single day. And if you don't do it on a day, you pick it up and do it the next day. That's you don't right. say, well, I'm going to postpone this till like you said January 1st. Another episode <laughs> yeah. we did, stop making resolutions, resolutions right. start making decisions. Exactly. And that's really the idea. You know, I I love this conversation. I was excited when we decided to have this particular three words episode because it ties into another conversation that I'm having Dan all the time. Whether it is on a college campus, whether it's with executives, regardless of what space and place I'm in, there seems to be this often requested Topic, as a life coach, as a consultant, people are oftentimes saying to me, "How do I build my confidence?" Mm. And I don't know if it's COVID, I don't know if it's the culture we live in, I don't know if it's that we feel tapped out, overcommitted, or just sure. exhausted. But we, as a culture, and, I, and I'm all over the country, and I'm seeing this everywhere. People are struggling, sure, with identity. People are struggling with feeling like they have what it takes with a sense of confidence, that's why I love this particular conversation because it ties into that. If you want to build your confidence, in fact, someday we may do a three words episode, build your confidence. Sure. If that is a three word episode, Dan, we're going right back to this conversation (laughs) because this is why. To build your confidence, honor your commitments. If you continue to honor your commitments to yourself Mm -hmm. and to others, your confidence will grow. You have to have success stories. Yeah, for sure. And you need to know that you can do it. Typically, we're lacking confidence at the deepest part of who we are because we don't think we have what it takes to follow through, to honor our commitments. Sure. Because we haven't seen it happen in our lives. We've gone a few days, we've gone a few hours, we've made this big resolution that lasted. 14 days, right? But not beyond. So I think in many ways, if you want to build your confidence, it's one pathway to being able to do that, to be able to actually say, I'm going to do this even when I don't feel like it. So I think that's one of the threats. Sure. Why folks don't always honor their commitments, because there comes a point where either it's hard, I'm bored, or I'm just not feeling it. And we don't like to do things, right? Dan, we talk about this all the time. We don't like to do things. There's days you wake up, you're just not feeling it. Yeah. Today's hard. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But what if we did it anyways? Right. Your confidence is going to grow. The people you committed to are going to respect you, especially if you even say that. Sure. Today's hard for me. Imagine if you went into your corporation and said, today is hard for me, but I'm still going to honor my commitment to lead with vision with positivity, without complaining or blaming or making it, but you acknowledge, like, I'm a little off. I was actually in a presentation the other day with someone. I wasn't presenting. I was actually listening to this presenter. Mm -hmm. And someone said in the group, uh, can you rephrase your question or can you help me? And and the, the presenter was brilliantly transparent. Yeah. And they said out loud, they said, I'm a little off today. I feel a little off but I am committed to you and to making this the best session you've That's ever awesome. been in. And it was just like everyone felt this like they want to cheer for this person because yeah. there's something about not wanting to
1: and doing it anyway. Well, and the person was vulnerable about it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think quitting obviously is an easy route, Yes, especially when it comes to personal commitments. And
0: we, qu- and we quit as a culture. We are a culture of quitters.
1: We quit yeah. most of what we start. Right.
0: And usually we do it passively. Yeah, we stall it out and then just <laughs> let it kind of you know float into oblivion as opposed to actually intentionally saying, because we were talking off camera, it seems like we have so many commitments, like some people have overcommitted to themselves. Sure, um, and I'm really careful about that, trying not to overcommit. I want to say no, sure, one of our episodes again, practice saying no, but if I am overcommitted and I have too many commitments, I would encourage any of our listeners right now, you're like, oh, I don't want to honor all my commitments because I have too many. Sure. End them with a decision and Mm. actually say to the person, I'm going to actually end this commitment for this reason and do it intentionally and do it transparently and do it proactively versus like
1: ghosting. That is the (laughs) best thing I needed to hear that because honestly, I think it's, it's so relevant mm -hmm. to our world today. The ghosting thing where it's like, I made this commitment and I've been, you know, honoring it for so long and then it's just too hard, but I'm so afraid to let that person down and tell them that I'm sorry, my life is just hard right now. Or like the person that you mentioned, you know, Hey guys, I just feel a little bit off today. So I'm not going to, I'm going to try to push through this, but what if you said, I feel a little off today. I'd like to just go take like a ten minute break. I'll be back to finish the session. Sure. What would people do then? You know what I mean? Of course. But like that's, I think that's uh, that's the idea here. Well, and let's let's just
0: let's just acknowledge that when you say I'm going to honor my commitment, I can honor my commitment without the commitment being forever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, well, you said you would, you know, mow my grass, right? Well. Yes, while you're on vacation, but not forever. But we tend to think, so there can be an end an end date to every commitment Sure, where you actually say, we are not going to, like, we're going to bring an end to this commitment. I've been committed to you for a year. I've been committed to doing this for two years, but now I'm going to actually bring this commitment to a close. Yes. I'm going to share that with you proactively versus just stop
1: and not tell you. Right. And I would actually advocate for end dates on commitments. Mm, I love that because that is the only way for you to feel like you, like you say, building confidence that you actually had a goal. So like people who are running marathons, they know that the marathon is on April, whatever date, you know? So Mm -hmm. I have to have trained this much and honored my commitments up to this point until I get there. Now, turning commitments into habits is a total, Mm -hmm. totally different conversation. And it's probably another podcast in itself, but that I think first part is just make a commitment and then live up to it. Right.
0: But it doesn't need to be forever, and exactly. I think that's probably why some people are afraid of commitment because they're afraid that if I say yes to something, I'm now friends. trapping myself in forever. And so I think just being proactive about it. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this commitment for the next three months, or I'm gonna make this commitment for the next fifty days, or sure. or, or whatever. I mean, we do this even with fitness plans. You know, it's like I want to do this thing. I don't know if it's gonna last forever, <laughs> but why don't I do something hard? for this period of time
1: sure actually I have a story about that my, my brother um, hmm. he got into this uh, this 70 75 hard is what it's called where you do really hard things for 75 days straight okay and so you have to make a nutritional choice as far as like something that you're going to uh, as far as what you're eating or whatever um, you have to have two workouts per day and 45 minutes each one of the workouts has to be outside. Um, what if
0: it's in the dead of winter? Yeah.
1: You just (laughs) 75 hard. Yeah. Uh, no alcohol. And then I think the, the last one was, oh, you have to read 10 pages, um, of a, a book or something that you're reading every day. He got to day 20, forgot to read 10 pages and had to start all over again on day one. So, you do this for 75 days. So, he ended up doing like 95 days. But the whole idea, it was Mm. this was more of a mental thing. Like, you, because these things are not really super difficult in in and of themselves, but it's more so like resetting your mental. Am I strong enough to commit to doing something like this? I'm not advocating that everyone needs to go out and do 75 hard now, but I think there's something to be said about like, can I push myself really hard, but it's only for 75 days? You know what I mean? And see, and then maybe a habit will be birthed from that. Mm -hmm. You know, people who've done this have said, like, I've never been in the best shape. I've never been in this kind of shape in my life, mm-hmm. and now I love it, and now I'm a runner. I never ran before, but now I'm a runner, or now I do this, and they're all things that are helping their physical health and things like that. So
0: so what did your brother think of all that? Did he like it?
1: Oh, he loved it. He okay. said it was it was the, the restart and the reset that mm-hmm. his body needed, his mind needed. You know, the, the reading 10 pages a day, a lot of us spend- Uh, The time reading ten pages, reading ten, you know, Facebook feed, yeah, uh, posts and whatnot, and it'd probably be better to read a book than it would be to be on social media sometimes. So,
0: Dan, you just said that I would not necessarily advocate everyone doing that. I'm going to actually take issue with that and say I'm advocating every (laughs) single listener, every single listener who's tuned into this podcast, watching it on our YouTube channel, or listening to one of our podcast platforms, to actually choose something hard. Yes. And maybe it's not 75 days. Maybe it is five days. But do something to stretch yourself. Because again, to be able to honor your commitments on a regular basis, you're going to have to learn how to do that. Because culture tells us, examples show us, we quit. Exactly. And we don't go the distance. And we do it for a short term. And we
1: value longevity. But longevity is not going
0: to happen overnight.
1: So I'm, I'm guilty in this. I've ghosted before. And I've, uh, you know, quit before on mm-hmm. commitments. And I think most of the time that I've done that, you mentioned a word before, I'm over committed. mm mm-hmm. And when I said I'm, I have a confession, I, I want some coaching. <laughs> I'd love some coaching. What, what do you yeah. do when you're overcommitted? When you have so many different relationships in your life? I mean, thinking about people with kids and with a yeah. job and with you know, outside uh, extracurricular things that they're doing to try and you know, grow their professional career. They're trying to be physically fit. They're trying to yeah. make healthy choices. How do you keep it all together if you're overcommitted? What do you do?
0: Well, it's interesting you say that, Dan, because I think you're being too hard on yourself because I can think of very specific examples in our friendship. And even as you are a life coach with our company, DMB Coaching, where I've asked you to do something and you said the time is not right, Mm. where you have actually said, I'm not going to make this commitment. I'm like, no, 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 I need you to. And you actually drew a line and said, no, (laughs) Um, because, you know, as we mentioned, you have three young children. Sure. And so you're not in that season of life where you can actually pull that off. Sure. And you were insightful enough and reflective enough to know in advance. So maybe you've ghosted others, but I don't feel like you've ghosted me. I appreciate (laughs) the encouragement
1: there. At least I know that. (laughs) But
0: I I think if you are overcommitted, it is okay to end commitments, Mm -hmm. but to be proactive about it. If you made a commitment to someone else to initiate a conversation with them Mm -hmm. and say, I'm actually going to bring to the close the commitment I made – you know, maybe it's a commitment to be on a board. Maybe it's a commitment sure. to a particular charity. Maybe it's a commitment to, you know, mow your neighbor's lawn right? or even use that example. Sure. But whatever the commitment is, we're gonna bring it to a close. And I think just acknowledging and and I think the transparency piece is really important where you can actually say, honestly, I feel overcommitted mm. or I feel overwhelmed right now. Or I'm at that season of my life where I can't do it. Now, be careful though, Dan, <laughs> and to anyone who's listening, that we're not using that as an excuse. That if the real issue is the fact that I am not living well, that I'm not making good choices, that I'm not managing my time, that I'm not creating you know, great rhythms and routines in my life, that I'm not taking care of the physical dimension of my sure. life. If I'm actually not being the best version of myself but now using the excuse that I'm overcommitted, I'm over-committed it yeah. might be the fact that my capacity has shrunk for my commitments over yep. time because I'm not being proactive in – building me yep. and becoming the best version of me. Because as we build me and build us and build who we're becoming, we actually can take on more commitments, but we also need to be selective because the better of a version you are of yourself, sure, the more opportunities for more commitments that you can be making. Sure, And you just need to be very selective about this.
1: And things. I appreciate the comment about having the hard conversation about mm-hmm. potentially breaking a commitment, because I think sometimes we might- Break the commitment or have that hard conversation and realize that the person didn't realize that you felt so overcommitted or that they, you had a higher expectation for the commitment than the person had on upon you. Yeah. So maybe you have a, that conversation and now, mm-hmm. you know, you, your level set on what the expectation was in the first place of the commitment. So it's so good to have the conversation and not ghost. That is like, yeah, if, If people could hear that out of this podcast, that is the number one thing I would say. Because that's what we're talking about. We we
0: wanna honor our commitments, but when we can't, we need to end them
1: graciously. For sure. And honestly. So, final thoughts. There's a saying that I think is in the business world most of the time, and it's when we're talking about, you know, with our customers, is you wanna under promise and over deliver Mm -hmm. when you're talking about commitments or things that you're trying to, you wanna tell them that you're gonna do, you know, give yourself a lot of room so that you can really wow them. But I would say, you know, and this is something even our CEO says um, at Dana is make a reasonable commitment and live up to it. don't make a, a crazy commitment, don't make a, a small commitment, make a reasonable one and live up to it and own it if you if you can't meet it, own the fact that you can't meet it, have the hard conversation.
0: yeah, I appreciate that and commitments are the pathway to character. commitments forge character, commitments build competencies. Commitments, strength and confidence, all the things we've been talking about. Mm. Commitment is at the base. The ability to actually say and decide and not just decide, but actually do and execute, that's what makes great leaders and that's what makes absolutely extraordinary human beings who are, in our language at DMB Coaching and Three Words Podcast, fully alive. Dan, a great pleasure to be with you again in the studio and I look forward to our next conversation very soon. Yeah, I appreciate it. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.